0: and we're live. Welcome back. Happy 2021. Happy 2021. Um, If you are just joining us um, we have a bunch of videos and podcasts from 2020 um, which very interesting to check out and kind of reflect (laughs) back on but um, welcome to 2021. We made it. I'm You know, incredibly happy to be in a new year, but not expecting anything to actually change because of it. But it's a different mindset, you know? It's a new year. You never know. We're going to get some Olympics this year. Knock on wood. Uh, What else is happening in 2021 that didn't happen last year? Um, Hopefully snow for The vaccine is here. Everyone can get vaccinated if they want to should be a good time yeah. but we are here with a super fun video for you today super fun episode um so welcome back to we might know and today we are going to be testing what Justine knows so Justine why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself what's your name I am Justine I am the eldest <laughs> of the <tour. laughs> and um if you're watching you will notice that Rochelle is not in her regular place no he is actually uh in a in secret a remote area oh well I guess it could be that and she is wearing an uh, apron So she's super cute thank you so much <laughs> um, so as you can maybe guess that this episode is uh maybe kitchen themed so maybe uh I'm Rochelle and I am the younger sister I um, have a culinary degree um that I don't always use but sometimes I use it i I like to teach my roommates how to cook and um i love when they ask me questions and um today just a good you're just a person who loves good food i I could have a job just like eating food i would i would love it so much um speaking about you enjoying good food i have some very disappointing news for you i'm scared so when the uh brothers came over to celebrate christmas they're in our bubble i promise Mm -hmm. um we ordered chinese okay you know this way nobody has to cook nobody has to worry about it everybody gets something they like we order chinese okay so the moms go through the menu they generally figure out what's for them mom asks me i give my opinion we give it to the oldest he's like Oh, I could try something I've never had before because that's what we always do with him. We let him try whatever he wants. We don't Yeah. Yeah. Younger one's turn with the menu. What do you think he picked? I'm, I'm scared. I don't even know. Ribs. White.
1: I was like, white
0: rice? <laughs> Ribs. This is the second time, the second time that I have been with him and we've been going to an ethnic restaurant mm-hmm. and he got ribs the first time was when we went to this great i'm pretty sure it was puerto rican restaurant in new jersey maybe he just and he ordered maybe, ribs maybe he just really likes ribs and he doesn't get them at home and it's like there's a whole list of things and you're gonna get ribs okay what does he end up doing eating his ribs and then regretting eating so much because he wanted to try this and that and this and that and this and that. That's what you get when you eat too much, yeah. (laughs) Well, I got lemon chicken. Mom got sweet and sour. Michelle got cashew chicken. Alex got something super spicy. Of course he did. I don't remember what dad got. We ordered uh, steamed and fried Mm. dumplings. And our restaurant now has bao, so we got an order of that. Oh, stop! So good. Uh, I had bow buns the other night. They were so yummy. Yeah. So is and um, we also got donuts because ours sells donuts, which was of course for after dinner. But you know, like we had all these other things and ribs. Ribs. I love that you're so funded by ribs. So, Justine has always been a <laughs> picky eater. And it was always very hard at restaurants finding something for her to eat after we aged out of the um, 12 and under kids menu, i.e., me eating all the chicken fingers in Walt Disney World. Yeah. So <laughs> the fact that you're like judging Ryan for like getting ribs is like hilarious to me because it's like, it's been the last couple years where you've really like jumped out of your bubble and like are willing to like try and eat new things. Like I'm really proud of Molly too. Like Molly's doing the same. Like she's ever since she started like traveling, she's like eating out and like, she's trying food as it comes like in Italy with pasta sauce, getting some spaghetti with sauce. Like <laughs> It makes well, me I so think. Happy. Well, I think part of it is is mom won't let us order that kind of stuff from yeah. if we were ordering Italian or Mexican or whatever. No, you can't get ribs. I'll make you ribs. I don't that remember I like her ever for making us ribs. <laughs> that was that was more like when we got older. But um, yeah. and I'm I'm not a rib person. I don't know. When I go out to eat, especially if it's like a uh, ethnic cuisine that I don't really cook like I'm gonna get something that I cannot make myself yeah that's why I was really proud of Alex even though he picked the spicy thing he's like I want to try it it's like okay he ended up being the only one eating it because that's how right. spicy it was and Ryan he's got so... the tolerance for it yeah and you have to remember that yeah But all right, let's get into the fun. So the way that this is going to go is I am going to hold up an item from my kitchen. Justine is going to describe it to you and then kind of guess what it's for or what the uses of it are. It's going to be like the makeup one we did, but reverse. And it's going to be very, very fun. So I kind of want to start you off easy. Let Um, me give my, uh, for those who may not have listened before, my expertise in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, do that. I don't have and then any. i mine. <laughs> I don't cook. I will bake. Nine out of 10 times I'm calling you or mom. I mean, like, hey, so when it says this, what do they mean? Or I'm Googling something. I can't tell you how many times I've called mom to ask how to make hard boiled eggs. I love hard boiled <laughs> eggs. But I always get it screwed up in my head. And I distinctly remember one time in college, I was making chocolate chip cookies and I had to call grandma because it's like I'm confused so and I've actually realized recently that the I think the reason I don't like cooking is I'm afraid to serve undercooked meat Mm. I blame the five minute chicken I know what I'm gonna get you but I do have this um tofu pad thai recipe that's supposed to only take like a half hour to an hour to make it's okay you can't undercook And it's like, okay, you know what? We'll start there. But then I also found a recipe for the Sutuli Cantina Bowls. And it's like, I want this. Somebody else cooked the chicken, but I want this. I'll make everything else. So I need to make that for you when I come home. I have a a recipe pulled out. I just have to find the uh, juicy bursting balls in the correct flavor. The boba balls. Yeah, I got to find them in the right flavor. That's all. All right. That's my expertise in the kitchen. And my expertise is that I have been in the the hospitality industry slash in the kitchen um, in a professional sort of like apprentice manner speaking since I was 13. Um, When I was 13, I started um, at a hospitality high school and um, we freshman year took classes on different types of equipment, different types of, um, vegetables. I remember a whole class dedicated to potatoes, Mm -hmm. um, the different, um, kinds of potatoes, cuts of potatoes, like how to like chop them all up and everything. And then, um, it just expanded from there. I've worked in multiple restaurants and kitchens and, um,
1: Besides no, going good.
0: to school for culinary and I owning yeah, I your own, own set <laughs> of knives. I have a degree. I have my own knife set um, that is literally locked in the house that I live in because I do not trust people with my knives. So yeah. It's just a bad habit you picked up in college. No, it's, I've <laughs> seen people misuse knives and it I, I don't want that. Like I seen when I came into the house that I currently live in and I saw the stage that like the way that their knives are, I was like, <sighs> okay, no, mine are going to stay locked up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I moved into the first house down here in Florida and people were like, the people I moved in with were like, oh my gosh, you have your own set of knives. That's so cool. I can't wait to use them. And I was like, (laughs) no. Well, you also had to have a lock on them when you were in They were $325. Like they're good knives. And well, I mean, I had to have a lock on them because I took them into my dormitory and they need to be locked then, but Yeah. Um, So while we're talking about knives, let me just start with knives. Um, We're gonna um, go over- I just realized I don't have my light on. No wonder I look so weird. Yeah, I have mine, but I didn't know if, I think I look really white, so I think I don't need it. You have a nice overhead light that is giving you a nice incandescent glow. It came to the house. I have a bright white light. Yeah. That's supposed to be in a shop. And by the shop, I mean like a car shop. (laughs) All right. So um, some of these are my knives. Some of these are the the ones that are in the kitchen. So we're going to start with the basics. Justine, go ahead and describe it and then um, tell me what it is. Justine, go ahead and describe it. Well, it looks to be about a uh, seven to ten inch blade with a through tang. (laughs) Sorry, I was watching Fortune Fire last night. (laughs) Oh, Okay, that makes sense. I was like, I don't know how she's... Well, I can't... Um, can you show me the handle real quick? No, um, yeah. And the other, in the top part now. Uh, like that? I don't understand. Stop being weird. Rotate it 180 degrees towards you. Tell them what kind of knife it is. Okay, it's actually a hidden tang, not a through tang. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she's such a nerd. All right, Justine, what kind of knife is this? What is this called? A kitchen knife? or a, a chef's professional knife? a chef's knife thank you so much I was like, no ma'am a chef's knife is what I like to call it it's the big guy they can range in all different kinds of sizes how big um, is it actually because like I can't obviously guess really well then I guess between seven and ten let me show you a knife that you're very like familiar with a paring knife yeah, so that's like the, knives. the size different there. <laughs> yeah, this is Josh's, uh, my roommate Josh's like knife set that he bought um, because he likes using my knives but then he wanted something more convenient. So he bought like a cute little like butcher's block with all of our knives. I, if I could remember the correct terminology, I could tell you what style the blade is, the, um, the edge. <laughs> I all love right. Forge of Fire.
1: Yellow uh, knife,
0: next knife. Is that a boning knife? No. Then I don't know. It's like a kitchen, a butcher's, and a paring knife. Butchers I'm- and chef are the same thing. Hmm. This is called a, oh, butchers is a square one. This butchers is called is just like, like a teacher. slice. A, this is called a slicer knife. Oh, and I also know what a bread knife is. So it's, cause it's I like slightly bread. bigger than like a steak knife. It's just called a slicer knife. It just depends. Oh. I prefer to have a chef's knife cause it's bigger. And I just like to have the giant knives. If you <laughs> want, I can show you mine. They're just in the table in the back. What is this one called, Justine? That's a bread knife. To cut your well, bread Do you want to describe it for our people? Why is it a bread knife? Because it's got a serrated edge. Yeah, which makes it great for cutting through the bread bread crusts without ripping the bread. But I love ripping the baguette. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I bought once a whole long baguette for myself. And I would just go in the kitchen and rip a piece off and that'd be my snack. Is that a boning knife or is that a fish knife? Just describe it um it's a very short blade like maybe Mm -hmm. three inches in length Mm -hmm. it has a curve to it Mm -hmm. Rochelle's using it like a beak because it's called a beak knife a bird's beak knife it's like the name for it and you can use this for like um designs to make garnishes like you can use this to like carve into things um yes you were close with like the oyster one. All right. Oyster, There's... I never said oyster. Oh, I said oyster. A different type of kitchen knife? Yes. Um, <laughs> so this is a Japanese style knife and because it's got these little like indents in it. So um, when you're cutting vegetables, you these like stop it from like sticking to the blade totally. and it lets oh, them like yeah. fall away. It's called a santuku knife, I believe. We might know that, that. On both sides of the blade? Yep. So if you're left-handed, right-handed, it just falls away. Um, there's another knife in the butcher's block, but I'm not gonna show that one because it's a utility knife, which is weird. Um, not utility scissors? I mean, there's scissors in the, the block too, but you know what those learned, are. And then this one's called I the utility learned knife. I just that you should use kitchen scissors, clean kitchen scissors, obviously, mm-hmm. to cut your pizza apart. Instead of trying to cut it. Oh, I've seen videos of that. And I was All like, right. What? Now this is one of mine, and you know because it's got a blade guard. Oh, what the Describe hell? Is it. Blade... Does it have a blade edge, Less sharp edge? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and describe it. Okay, it has those grooves in it again. Mm-hmm. But it is at least a foot long. Mhm. It's a rounded tip. Mhm and a very small cutting edge. Does the cutting edge go all the way around or just the bottom? Uh, no, it like stops kind of right here. Okay. Uh, are we carving pumpkins with this thing? No, but <laughs> we are carving something. Oh, You're I close. want to my pumpkin with it. It looks like it'd be a good, like giant pumpkin carving knife. It's not that sturdy. Yeah, neither are the bullshit ones that you buy in the pumpkin packs. Do not buy blades to cut pumpkins with from your pumpkin packs. Are we carving bread? I would say no, because it doesn't have a serrated edge, right? (laughs) Right. Are we carving the bird? Close enough. (laughs) Yes. So you could use this to like... I wouldn't use it to carve my turkey, but like I would use like a chef's knife and then like a smaller knife. Um, but you would carve like roast beef, like any type sort of like prime rib, like a big hunk of meat that's like easy to slice. So this is called a slicer knife. Corn beef? I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know, I've never cooked corned beef and I don't really want to. Sorry. <laughs> um, so anyways, so that is a slicer knife. Okay. So would you use a chef's knife because of your, um, whatever that I forgot what the competition was called training where you're oh, training. Yeah. Where um, you had to do, I don't, I don't remember. I just remember you practicing it. You're right. I, I had to debone a chicken. That was it in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Because there was things that every team had to do besides. Yeah, you had to do um, knife cuts. So you had to like cut vegetables and you didn't know what kind of vegetable until you got there. Um, it was usually like a carrot or a potato. And then um, you also had to debone a chicken. So there's four people on the team. Two people had to do a chicken. Two people had to do knife cuts. Um, and they would tell you what kind of cuts they wanted. So it could have been a julienne. It could have been um, the potato looking one. I'm sorry, not potato, the football looking one. Um, Or it could have been like the small dice, medium dice, large dice. Like it just depended on what they asked of you. And you had to cut that. I'm pretty sure I did knife cuts. I didn't do a chicken. I remember Kivana did a chicken. Yeah, I think you had to do knife cuts. Which this is the knife I would use for chicken. So you would use your like chef's knife to like uh, cut it off of the... um, you would use your chef's knives to cut through, like, the the back um, between the legs and the, like, separate the spine from it. And then you would switch to this knife.
1: Which you know,
0: is a boning cool? knife. There we go. Yes. And then you would take apart your chicken with this one. Yeah. Um, when you guys deboned it for the competition, did you, okay, so you, uh, you, you flattened it? Mm-hmm. Did you have to remove all the bones, or just no? You didn't it have it to remove. You didn't have to remove the bones. Um, you had to cut it into I think it was like eight to ten pieces, and then you had to um, you had to like trim the fat off of it, like make them look pretty and presentable because those were the exact same ones you're going to use for your recipes. Okay, I watched a video over the weekend of um, each person. There's three people. Mm-hmm. They had to cook a whole chicken their own way. Mm-hmm. And um, the one took out all the bones and then stuffed it and wrapped and sewed it up mm-hmm. and had stuffed chicken. Mm-hmm. The one, um, she bought her chicken from the Asian market and it came like all together still, like head and feet and all that fun stuff, <laughs> which uh, she apparently was not 100% prepared for, but figured it out. And um, she kept it whole she did nothing to it and then the other one he cut it and flayed it flat and got it to the flat point and I'm watching this video and I'm like okay I know Rochelle had to do something but I don't remember I didn't have to keep it whole yeah you needed to have it like you need to have thighs legs breasts wings and then you wanted as little waist as possible um So like the spines and everything and like the bones and stuff. But um, did you want to describe the boning knife? So people, if they're listening, they know kind of what it looks like. So it's very skinny. It's like about what, four or five inches long and maybe a half an inch wide in the middle with a tapered tip. And then it also uh, is wider at the base. To attach to a nice wide handle. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good one. Handles on your kitchen knives should fit comfortably in your hands. You should not be forcing yourself to work with a handle that does not fit well in your hand. You will just cause yourself strain. And then cooking will be no fun. Right. Are you ready? We're moving away from knives. Oh, no. I don't think you can handle this. Woo! Tongs! Go ahead and describe them, because I'm sure they're not what people are thinking. Oh, yes. And there's many types of tongs, depending on what types of tongs you're looking for. These are more like the tongs you'd use out at a barbecue, except for I'd say those tines are about, what, five inches long and super pointy. Yeah. So when do you think you would use these? To pick the bird up out of the roaster. Or? Oh, when you're using the slicer knife on your roast beef. Yeah. So you can put your swanks um, your in and then you would slice with your roast beef. I'm sorry. Can you say that fun word again? Swanks. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing and I take offense to that You I'm pretty sure they have another name, but I can't think of what it is right now. I'm sure they have a more, I was going to say scientific, but yeah, I don't specialized. Not, I think they're called forks, like a uh, carving fork. Oh, that sounds similar, right? Yeah. More right. <laughs> this one's also oh. from my Knife Kit. What is this? Uh, you use, it's a, it is a metal pole that you use to sharpen your knife. And I would only suggest doing it if you have actually been trained to do it or you have experience using that. Because it takes some finesse. We're going to be using that word a lot because a lot of cooking uses finesse. And practice and practice and that's why it has finger guards so keep your fingers below the finger guards the job of your fingers fun times i remember my very first cooking class i ever took i was in the sixth grade it was my summer between sixth and seventh grade and um it was like a five week five week class or something or maybe it was a week-long class that you went five it was days long. and um the first day they asked they were like okay how many fingers does everyone have hold up your hands and we were like uh we have ten. Like, hello, are you stupid? And they were like, okay, I expect everyone to have 10 fingers at the end of this week. And I just was like, have people chopped off their fingers in this class before? Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just a Better precaution. safe than sorry. Yeah, no, Nobody likes to make impromptu trips to the emergency room. No, ma'am, done it, been there, done that. I've got the scar to prove it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that scar? No, not at all. Maybe not a little bit. Okay. <laughs> What is this? This is one more kind of A uh, nice. flat spatula? <laughs> what I use to frost cookies? A spreader? That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it has a very specific name. A uh, uh, bagel schmear. That's what this is. Stop <laughs> it. All right. So I will kind of explain that you do Like you said, you use the frost cookies, not wrong. You would just take like your frosting, you would scoop it, you know, plop it on, and then you would spread your frosting out. I wouldn't That's recommend better. this. I wouldn't recommend this for like cookies because like cookies are real little. Well, I guess you could, I don't know. I frost cakes so with it. you can do cupcakes, you can do pies, especially like meringue pies. So you get the meringue everywhere. So what's it called? Um, a palette knife. Is that Pal- front? palette knife? I think. I don't know. It's a palette something. <laughs> palette knife. But yeah, it's it is French. Thank you so much. <laughs> um that's what this is. Baking. I love to bake. She don't know. Shit. I'm sorry. Are you supposed to look like that? Yours has this little like kick to it. That's why it's a palette knife. Now she has the cream cheese spreader. Sure does. <laughs> Oh my god, I want some strawberry cream cheese on a toasted bagel. I love bagels. Fun fact. I love New York bagels. Bagels down here suck. Oh, um that is a vegetable peeler. Describe it.
1: Because there's a different
0: than a potato peeler. I mean, have you have you not seen this argument on the internet? I apparently have missed it. I just prefer this one to so sometimes so the one I'm showing Justine is a long peeler, and then the um, the blade is parallel with the handle, not perpendicular, and so you would just like you just peel like this, which has like um, a sharp tip up here. So if you're peeling potatoes, you can just take the eyes out of the potatoes really easily. You can do the same thing on a potato peeler. It's just on the side. I know, but it's just on the side. I just prefer this one. It's (laughs) each person's personal preference. I literally have like three of these. That is true. That is very true. Um, I have one going the other way because sometimes I like that for, oh, i grabbed another one apparently. Well, I remember at grandma's house when helping with uh, dinners and whatnot, I preferred the one that was like the vegetable peeler you just held up than her mm-hmm. potato peeler. I and mean, I think it might just be because her potato peeler was so old. All right, Justine, go ahead and describe it. what is it? So Rochelle is holding up a one flat edge, one rounded edge piece of plastic. Kind of looks like a piece of bread. Mhm. Very, very white bread. Hers yeah, is I'm sorry. It's very reflective, too. Is that a dough scraper or just a scraper? I mean, you could call it a dough scraper. I like to call it a bench scraper. Get a bench scraper. And you would use it like Use all them fancy words. You can use it the other way to like scrape out a bowl as well. If you want to get everything out of a bowl. That's why it has a curved and a straight edge. But instead of using the back of your knife, if you're using a really little knife, you could always just like... you would push everything onto here, and then carry it over to like whatever you're dumping it into. You could also use it to level your measuring cups, or you could use a knife.
1: Well, like I mean, if you already sh- have
0: that out and you're like an animal, or something. <laughs> I, I suppose. All right, Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh-huh. I feel like you may have, may or may not have used this one before. Oh, that's um, it's Describe for dough. Describe it. Okay, so Rochelle's wire parts of hers aren't as long as the one in the house that I live in but it has a handle that goes down and at the bottom of the loop is uh wires and you use it to um usually use it in um baking when you're working with butter and dough sorry your screen keeps freezing and I can't tell what crazy looks you're giving me okay I do whenever I use it I'm mixing together butter and flour and randomness, and I'm making dough of some kind. Okay, so it's got like a handle and then like a horseshoe shape coming down off the, the handle. Yeah. So, What is it called, Justine? Do you know? A dough smasher? <laughs> Close. Just a masher. <laughs> As you can use it for multiple things. You can use it for mashed potatoes. You can use it to, like, make applesauce. To like mash or like parboiled apples. Lots of uses. Why would you use that with apples? Not really potatoes. Most people use mixers for like their doughs and stuff. I wouldn't use that for
1: I make mashed apples. potatoes.
0: No, I'd use the one that's. I don't have that in my house. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> That just looks like so much work because I'm thinking of how mom makes applesauce. Oh, that's a melon baller. I'm so proud of you. All right, Justine, go ahead and describe it for our guests that are listening. It's a double-ended spoon. One spoon is bigger than the other. And they're like perfect half spheres Mm -hmm. because you use it to make a sphere out of the melon. Like watermelon or cantaloupe or green melon or potatoes or potatoes yeah you can make little potato balls rochelle's making potato balls they did it in for like on um, when i was in college like my ex-boyfriend um when we were dating he his team used it to make little potato balls for their their dish they were really cute okay <laughs> i mean you can also use it to like i think Maybe it, they didn't use it for potato bowls. I think he used it to like scoop out. So they made like their potato into a square and then they carved out the inside of it to put something in the potato. Okay. So like while the potato was still raw, they like cut it into a cube and then like carved out the middle to put whatever went inside. Yeah, very interesting. What a time. Okay. I don't really remember. <laughs> I never actually got to see the dish. It was so long ago. I'm sorry, uh, you glitched for a second there. It's very little. Yeah. To like get you to kind of see all the different. It's very small. It looks like a weird pop top. Pull tab, whatever you call the thing at the top of your uh, soda pop can. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it reminds me of my pop top, my pull tab. Interesting. Okay. As I drink some more um do you want to guess what this is i have no idea absolutely none do you want to guess what it's called pull top (laughs) um so this came in my knife kit to be honest i have no idea what it does (laughs) (laughs) Is for. <laughs> literally no idea <laughs> okay this one <laughs> that's a scraper of some kind and you use it is it do you use it to make like zoodles wait can you describe it for our guests oh sorry okay so picture the part of the fork where the tines start to come out and protrude but round it and there's one, two, three, four, five little round circles at the end. And I can only assume, due to picture quality, that they uh, are empty loops. They're empty. Do you make zoodles with it? Uh, No. Do you scrape with it? Scrape what, just dude? Fruit. You Meat? mean like the outside of a fruit? You know, to give it a texture. So this is a, this is a, okay. You're not wrong there. (laughs) You can use this in like decorative carvings, uh, but this is a a zester, but like on a mini scale. So you would just use this on the outside of like an orange or a lime or a lemon or something. And you can just zest this. That's a really mini zester. The rinds off of it. Yeah, it's just, if you need like a quick zest. (laughs) I go to the You don't have to pull the whole thing and go. I pull out the thing. Cause it's a, it's a stick about this big and go shoop, shoop, tap, tap, tap. All done. And in that time I already went shoop, shoop, on my way. Yeah, but you still had to pull yours out too. But my thing was already out. Instead of, hang on, here it is, here it is. That's a grater for cheese. I know I use it all the time. Describe it. Well, Rochelle's grater has a nice little handle at the other end of it. So like if you need to lean it on something, Sometimes I hold it while I'm trying to get the cheese off because the cheese wants to stick to it. It's a actually it's kind of a large grate. Well, compared to the one that I use when I grate the parmesan. We parmesan cheese. We love parmesan cheese. We do. So, I've gotten into buying just like the big blocks of cheese because it's actually way better for you. Like shredded cheese has the reason shredded cheese stays like in its shape it does because it has like anti like coagulants on it so that like it won't form like one cheese so you ever notice when you make like mac and cheese with shredded cheese like the cheese kind of doesn't all like become like one nice unified like creaminess
1: that's why pizza tastes better with fresh cheese cheese.
0: separated yeah so I've just been using like this and we've just been buying blocks of cheese here at the house and it's kind of Amazing. We currently have, I think, like gouda, mozzarella, cheddar, and um, like this jalapeno cheddar cheese. And I put that on nachos the other day. Oh, it was so good. Jessica got the Yancy's fancy's cheddar bacon, and we were thinking grilled cheese, mac and cheese, and now you saying nachos like that would also taste good on like a garbage plate. I love nachos. I get that from Lindsay. You're breaking up pretty bad, but I kind of understand what you're saying. Food. Food is yummy. All right, Justine. Oh, your internet connection is unstable. How rude. Ah, Do you not need today? (laughs) I'm very offended. All right. Do you want to go towards baking or do you want to stay with cooking? We've been hitting both. Okay, let's go to this one. That is a sauce brush. So, like, you could use it to butter something or put sauce on your steak or hers appears to be a silicone, small blue paintbrush. Yeah, very good. Are you ready? I got this at an estate sale. Oh, that's a meat tenderizer. It's not as big as, like, some of the big ones you can get. It's a nice, uh... Weren't you carrying that around in your car for a minute? Probably. That sounds like <laughs> me. Very threatening. <laughs> yeah. I love that it's labeled. It literally says meat tenderizer on the inside of it. On the other oh, side, that's it says lovely. made in Japan. But I got this one because it, like, can go in my tool kit, my, my knife kit, if I want it to. Yeah, the head there's only, what, about the size of your palm? So, you know, not hefty. I mean, like two inches? Yeah, Yeah, like if you were putting in your palm. Oh. So it's not like some of the hefty ones that you can get out there, but it'll also get the job done, especially if you're cooking one steak for yourself. Yeah, A little baby steak. Any suggestions you have for people about tenderizing their meat and meats of choice? Do it. All of them? Uh, no. Uh, So the reason I bought it is because like I was making chicken parm and so when you make chicken parm with chicken breasts you tend to like have like a thicker part of your chicken breast and then like a thinner part because that's just like how chicken breasts are shaped. So if you sandwich your uh, chicken breast in between two like pieces of uh, plastic wrap and then you just like tenderize it you want it to be all the same thickness This way, when you, um, you bread it and then you pan sear it, this way um, you can either finish it in the pan or you can throw it in the oven, but this way it cooks all the same all the way through. So it's like, you don't have that one thicker side and you have to wait for that side to get cooked all the way. And then the thinner side is like super overdone. So I usually like to, tenderize my chicken make it all the same size so that it um and but that's just using like the side um if you don't have a meat tenderizer don't worry about it use the bottom of the (laughs) saucepan. literally just take your pan and bang your chicken and just make it the same thickness um but you can use it for steaks super yummy that's usually what you see people use it in the cinema yeah um I'm gonna try and confuse you. Oh no, it's a spatula or spatula and a flipper. <laughs> okay, so you got like your spatula, the green one. That's more for like scraping out the bowl or emptying the, um, emptying out like a mayo jar or something or the peanut butter jar. And then you have the red one there at least it looks red. It looks almost the same red as your shirt. It's red. And that is for like flipping stuff over in a hot pan. Though, if you ask me, I end up ending, I end up using one like the green one to make my scrambled eggs just cause that's what I already grabbed. And I'm like, frig, they're ready. Ah! But they're technically both called spatulas. spatulas. The Do difference I- is this one's a flat spatula the one that you would use to flip things that's a flat spatula and this one's just a regular spatula um this one's technically rubber so i would call it a rubber spatula fun fact i just got a new spatula flat spatula that's the perfect size to flip my sandwiches it's got edges and everything that is a really cool straining spoon slotted spoon Spotted spoon. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to get that. Eventually, let's go through a few more words. <laughs> Spotted spoon, you're so cute. It is really pretty, it's got, so it's, it's purple and it has kind of like flower designs um, for the slots. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cute. Pretty. Did it come in the same Party. set with your flat I got it a really spatula? long time ago though. Sure did. I have like a couple other ones, uh, like utensils like that but they're all like different colors and they're really pretty. Um, all right. This one's an easy one. Cause I asked for it for Christmas. Is and that I your French you rolling it. pin? This is my French rolling pin. I want one. Eventually. So the reason it's called a French rolling pin is because it doesn't have like those little handles on the side. This way you can like fully like get in with your dough and you're the one actually like controlling the movement. Whereas like you would be holding the stick steady and then you would move it and then the inside would roll. So I prefer a French rolling pin. Um, it's just personal preference this one um they can be metal they can be wood they can be all different sizes Um, if you can't tell from the sound hers is metal this one's metal very nice it's a christmas present i love it i want one but mom and i we looked at a couple i don't remember where we were shopping because we were debating about picking you one up and uh it was just like oh my goodness there's so many choices so many choices yeah Rochelle is holding up her binging with Babish tiny whisk. Tiny whisk. I, was gonna I say, got just... this for my roommate for Christmas because he loves he loves binging with Babish. So I got him a tiny whisk. <laughs> well, I went binging with Babish because I knew part of that story. Mm-hmm. I did not go Julian Solomita because he does it, I think, purposely to annoy everyone. <laughs> All right, then you would have like your regular size whisk. You could have gigantic balloon whisks. Balloon whisk, yes, Justine. Oh, I better know the name of that one. Go ahead and describe it. Why do you think it's called a balloon whisk? Because it looks like when you start to blow up a balloon. Yeah, you know, when you don't have it quite full yet and it's, you know, you just got the air and it's all the way at the opposite end of you sorry hiccup burp all at the same time and what would you use this for justine i don't know i've seen you make chocolate with it and, and by chocolate i mean whipped cream i was like <laughs> i was like chocolate so i'm like wait a minute cream. that wasn't right um, so do you know do you know why this one's balloon shaped versus like a regular wisp it allows more air Hey, there she is. So it allows more air into whatever you're whisking to. So for example, for whipped cream, it will help you whip the cream faster because it's allowing more air in. And Rochelle, if you were to use that and so have to whip, whip the cream by hand, would you do it like this or like this? Uh, I would have to do it both ways in both hands. Because it's going to take about five minutes of constant <laughs> whipping, and it gets really exhausting. Real quick, especially with my arm injury, I'm not being whipped anytime soon. I did whip fresh whipped cream when we made uh, we made a cake or something over quarantine, and I used my balloon whisk to whisk. Um, I think it was for the triceratops cake. I'm wow. Not sure. I think so. Yeah, I think I whipped it by hand for that. All right, you're on to the next tool. This is a two-in-one tool. I got this just recently from um, Pampered Chef. It's very cool. Okay, so how? I'll leave it kind of- The uh, top end, the current top end is flat and thin and rectangular in shape, but with a curve, like it curves out and away from the handle bit. And then the bottom Looks like a needle, like a four inch long needle. Is that a cake tester? Sure is. <laughs> so
1: oh, it's a okay. cake tester
0: on the bottom end, the needle end looking. What do you think the top part's for? Is that to get the um, whatever you take Fun fact, it also off- has to do with baking. I was going to say, does that have to, does, do you use that instead of like a knife to get it off your pan? To like go around the edge? Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's yeah, kind of like, uh, so if you make like brownies or um, like a cookie or something, like you can just use this to run around the edge um, to get it away from the edge. Or like if your cake got a little stuck, you can use it around the edges for your cake. Yeah, don't use knives. Way to knives go. I thought that one was going to throw you. Sure well, do. You You had to bring it closer to the camera. Otherwise, yeah. I I definitely thought it was like a, a a thermometer, and you just weren't showing me the whole thing. Is that a thermometer? Yeah. No, this is your multiple in one um, measuring, like teaspoon, tablespoon thing. Damn, I thought covering up the measurements, you wouldn't get it. No, These I have my one teaspoon too. one from Pampered Chef no no much much long ago ago. i just i just bought this one for um josh for christmas i thought it was a really cool gadget yeah it's a it's an all-in-one uh teaspoon tablespoon measure thing with a slidey thing and wherever you have it slid to is how much it holds (laughs) i forgot where i was going yeah almost derailed that train um I got this for him because we had a bunch of like measuring utensils and then I accidentally like one accidentally ended up in the garbage disposal so that one's completely gone uh it got destroyed because it was just like plastic and little and um we don't have like a half a teaspoon so we have to literally do like two like Quarter teaspoons and like so. I just I got him this for Christmas because I thought he might enjoy that instead of having to measure multiple different ways and things. And sometimes it's nice to have an all-in-one or to have everything be uniform. Yeah, he I might have to rinse it out a little bit more. But all right, next item. Oh, that is a citrus peeler. A I citrus because you could also use it on lemons in grapefruit and grapefruit and oranges and so I used to carry one of those in my lunchbox because but then I for a minute there I stopped taking my lunchbox to lunch duty with me so I taught the kids how to peel an orange because they don't always give them the ones the ones that peel nicely Mm -hmm. they sometimes give them the other ones and then they don't always cut them sometimes they'll just give them to the kids because they thought they're the ones that peeled nicely. So I taught the kids that if you take, so let's say this is the tongs. If you take the other end of your fork, the handle part, Mm -hmm. find the, you know, on an orange, there's that tiny little hole that's open. You can, Mm -hmm. it's called the navel. I, sometimes I score it with the tongs. Sometimes, sometimes, not always. But you can use that end of the handle on your fork, and generally you can usually get it in there. Pull off a piece, and then either you've got enough to do it with your fingers, or I have some kids who will do the whole thing with their fork. Look at you, Justine. She's saving little children, making them eat their fruits. Well, um, all my kids learned it at one point. This is a couple of years ago, where I it was my first year actually with these this group of kids, and so like they all learned within like three months of us being together. To the point that I didn't have to help any of my kids. I only had to help visitors to my room. I'm sure they loved that. One of the other women they felt probably like one of the other women in my cafeteria would send her kids over to me for the lesson. (laughs) And it's like like, this is just a tip. This is and then um last not last school year, the school year before I learned the um, and memorized it. Um, the opening your banana from the opposite end than you're typically used to opening it from mm-hmm. and I taught that as an alternative way to opening your bananas I don't have to open bananas anymore hey now like, I'm not she's like I just I just wanted to teach my kids all these tricks so I don't have to do any more work I was tired of coming home with orange thumbs yeah from the skin of the orange and um the first time I went to show my kids how to do the banana thing, apparently my thumbnails were really long. And I hit the one with the other one and I broke it like all the way down into the nail part. It was like, okay, do that, but don't break your nail. (laughs) Oh, I could just picture that. And it sounds disgusting. Yeah. But I, I don't do it so I can get out of it. I do it so that they know how to do it. So like if they're at home or something and they, want to eat something and mom says they can, but they don't have time to do it, they can. We have five more items. Oh no. Hey, um, I know we spoke of this. And recording. Are you ready? I was going to say, what, so, what are we looking at time-wise? Yeah, five items, 10 minutes. Let's do it. All right, don't go too lightning fast. All right. Oh, um, mm. onions? No. Hard-boiled egg. Hard-boiled egg, yes. Okay, it's a hard-boiled egg slicer. I'm like, I'm like, I know what this is. Grandma had one. Is that grandma's mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so uh, you okay. put your hard-boiled egg in the slotted placeholder, and then you bring down the top part, which has the uh, slicing bits, like, wire and you now have a nice perfectly sliced hard-boiled egg yep sure do you thought that one would bring you back all right i never use it what tool is this justine is that your reusable k-cup yeah it is i just <laughs> wanted to um throw a little uh, if you haven't already watched it please do um we have a complete episode on like sustainable and sustainable swap products and easy switch uh ones for you and i didn't know if justine had watched the episode so i threw that one in there um i did what realize is i don't think it made the episode if you talked about it in the episode, I think that might have been one of the <gasps> that was corrupted. Well, no, I'm going to talk about it. So, I mean, I <laughs> dropped it in that video, so I'm kind of glad that it's not. So, what happens is, and I did the exact same again. She's making uh, a awesome. <laughs> What happens is you put coffee grounds in here. So, you would just buy, like, a whole bag of coffee or a jug of coffee, preferably, because then you can um, recycle the container. And then you put your coffee grounds in. And then you put it in your cake up, like, like normal in your thing and then it's got the hole already so then it just flows through when it's done you can let your grounds dry or you can um, dump it out while they're still fresh and you can save them you can put them in your plants or you just put them in your compost or put them in your trash or put them in your compost <laughs> that's my goal this year is to get one of those like countertop compost things oh damn yeah. um, my suggestion would be to find a compost community so that if it becomes too much you can take it to them yeah i am sure there's some down here it's florida it's there's nice people um, nice to see. that is a metal ball sp- that is a metal wire ball there we go mm-hmm. and um Okay, so I remember that being, like, on a or in a tool in grandma's random drawer of tools. But we, like, never used it, so I don't know what it was for. I think it was a type of whisk. Like, it was at the end of a handle. But I think that's the one for your protein cup. <laughs> there she goes. Yeah, it's the one for my protein cup. I'm sorry, I got distracted by grandma's drawer <laughs> you would put it in like your cup and then um so when you shake so when you if you make your protein shake like the day before or like you're not going to drink it right away you can put it in and then shake it up and this way your protein like all, everything like breaks back up and it like doesn't solidify and it like it keeps everything that's a low sun type stuff <laughs> do you want the easy one or do you want the hard one? Oh, save the hard one for last okay let's do the easy one what is this That is, instead of using parchment paper, you put that down on your baking sheet. Now, Rochelle has the fancy one. I have the Amazon basic one. Sure does. Mine was a silk pack made in France. It's orange and it's brown. And um, I used these when I did my competition cooking and I would make praline on it all the time because I would make my sugar glass towers on this. Oh my God, you did. I forgot about that. Sure did. Yeah, right. that competition. If she broke it, they were fucked. I mean, I had a plan B, which was like to make it look pretty in a pile of moose. But you, you, you wouldn't have scored as high as you did if that That's had happened. True. We wouldn't have come in third. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you ready? Ready. I have one of those. That's for do you me? really? dang yeah that's for loose tea yeah so saving the environment with loose tea no more tea bags you put your loose tea in the little hole they close it up and you put in your water and let it steep fun fact they make a bigger one for like mulling wine and i'm half tempted to get it for to put the pickling spices in when we do pickles Ooh, that'd be cool but i don't think they would all fit in here though well, the 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 mulling one is like a softball almost. That's why it's like, oh my gosh, that would totally work for pickles instead of making the cheesecloth ball. I'm kind of upset I'm hungry again. I literally <laughs> just ate before we did this and now I'm just like, oh man, I'm hungry again. Well, fun fact, we're having white people taco night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enjoy. Okay, so- I never heard about white people taco night until the tripod did an episode and brought it up. And I'm like, oh, my God, we totally do white people taco night in this house, which I'm okay with. Because, like, that's what we grew up with because we were not mom's not a big spice person. Grandma wasn't a big spice person when we were growing up. We weren't big spice people. So, like, I'm okay with white people taco night every once in a while, especially because I don't like ground beef. And so, like, my first one is always ground beef. I do chicken. I just do chicken on taco nights now. They're even like seasoning packets that you can buy. And they're yummy and not spicy. <laughs> for chicken. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. as I'm having for dinner tonight, white people taco night, I might even make a quesadilla. We'll see. Man, I, dude, I haven't had tacos since we had Don Juan's. And before that, who knows? I'm making giros. That's on my list of things to make. I found my recipe. And my tzatziki recipe, if I remember correctly, is different than mom's. Oh, see, I just bought the chicken at Trader Joe's and it's already pre-seasoned. And I bought the pita shells, the pita pockets. And then I bought their tzatziki sauce too. So it's going to be great. Well, you'll have to let us know because we're still on the hunt for a good pre-made tzatziki sauce because sometimes you just don't have time to make tzatziki sauce. I already had it. It's really good. (laughs) Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Because we bought one- This episode brought to you by- No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We tried one. I think it was from Whole Foods. It was okay. We tried one from Wegmans. It was okay. If it wasn't Wegmans, it was Tops. It has like big chunks of like- Really thin, yeah, like really thinned, like on a mandolin, like um Where was that? Up- uh in the cabinet. I forgot about that. I didn't check that cabinet. Oh, see guys, she only brought out like the small things. She didn't bring out the bigger things. The appliances. I could have brought out the griddle. I could have brought out <laughs> Bring out the oven. Hi, Christine, what is this? <laughs> What is this? Holds up the air fryer. How do you use this? <laughs> well, let's see. You turn it to this temperature, and then you put in the pizza logs. What is this? <laughs> is How that a roller mixing bowl? How do you use this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, talking about random things. You want to see my new mouse pad? <laughs> Was that a yes? Was that a no? He glitched. You want to see my mouse pad? Uh, I didn't hear it at all. So, at a mouse pad? Yeah, I bought a new mouse pad. Oh, I thought you asked if the bowl was a mouse pad. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Justine, what is this? Is that a Pop-Tart? <laughs> no, it's a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> made from plants. I was going to say, you, you got something to say about your sponge? Yep, made from plants. It's really great. Guess what? Guess what this one is. This is your scrubbing, scrubbing pad. pad made from almond shells i mean walnut shells sorry i don't use a scrubbing pad unless i'm at work when i'm here at the house i use a brush what is this justine <laughs> <laughs> that's your christmas present yeah it's great i love it so much it's a brush for cleaning all right <laughs> i think that's kind of you know i don't I don't have anything else I can. (gasps) You're doing so well. Is that granny? That's granny. That's super cute. I love that. That's a coaster. Oh, that's your mouse pad. My mouse pad. Not that I needed one up here, but I saw it and I'm like, oh my God, I need that. And it's got granny on it. I feel that sometimes. I just had to support, you know, sometimes you just need to support people like this um, girl on Instagram that I follow has like an Etsy shop and she's like an anagram like inst- uh, Instagrammer and she has like a little sticker shop. So I bought some stickers cause she rolled them out and they're Disney. She did Disney cast member costumes. Aww. Uh, yeah. I bought a magnet for my car that says you are magic. And it's in like the Disney uh, cast member name tag shape. And I also bought Sean, um, like his costume because she hasn't made my costumes yet. So mm-hmm. she basically did like attractions. Lots you of attractions. Know, you know, you got that, those are the ones that people probably recognize yeah. more. But she did like, like the Haunted Mansion. she also did Tower like Terror. lifeguard. She didn't even do she did Tower Terror. She didn't do Haunted Mansion.
1: Um no. but she did she this is only
0: her first uh series of it. She's doing multiple series. So this oh, is just cool. her first release one but she did like the frontierlands like attractions costume she did jungle cruise she did um, tower of terror galaxy's edge like yeah. the smuggler run one um, it was really cool i can't wait to do, i can't wait to see the which other ones she does i actually um it's a fun fact you and i bought jessica the same thing for christmas slash birthday so i returned mine and then went on Etsy last night. Jessica, if you're watching, close your ears. What did I buy <laughs> I'm her? Not, I'm not going to say. I'll tell you off screen. Jessica, close your ears. What did you <laughs> buy? What did I buy her? The bangle. Like the bangles? Like walk like? No, a bangle. Oh, like uh, uh, the uh-huh. Al Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So I returned it went on etsy last night and spent way too much money because i'm like oh you know what scrap whatever else i had for her birthday we're redoing her birthday so you might be getting what was going to be her birthday because you'll enjoy it too and then i also bought love this i also bought um without even talking to her i bought stuff for molly for like your disney trip or Uh uh-huh yeah excellent (laughs) I'm literally so excited so Justine's planning a trip to come down and visit me in a couple months and I can't very excited I literally already have like a little bag going in my room of like little I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you guys cute little like welcome to Florida gifts and I'm gonna give them to you (laughs) I'm very excited well we'll see how the world goes but I'm coming down I'm coming down (laughs) as I'm I'm wearing my oh Canada like spirit jersey which is a really cute spirit jersey yeah it is It's like I just put my my new I just put that one you got me for Christmas in the wash so it's no longer going to be covered in cat hair it makes me happy that mom is using like the lounge fly that I got her as her purse (laughs) well she realized that the purse that she's been using you know when you wear your purse on the same arm for so long Mm -hmm. you know it starts to bug you and she's like well I need a backpack and it's like well you got two Right. You have two cute little ones. That's why I prefer i prefer a backpack to a purse because it evens out the weight on my shoulders. I prefer a backpack to a purse except for in winter. Mm, it's in winter, coat. I need that long ass strap. I don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have chores to go do. You have a life to keep living. Let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you watched it you were you didn't know what some of the items were shout about i'd love to hear what people were confused by what you learned today um if you had fun with us and what you want to see for future episodes don't be afraid to comment below yes all right make sure you give us a like a follow a subscribe or whatever it is on the thing that you're doing the thing with um and follow us on all of our social media platforms twitter instagram youtube facebook we've got them all um We don't have Reddit and we don't have Tumblr. (laughs) We have a lot of them. We don't have TikTok. (laughs) We might know things. And don't forget to follow our personal accounts on Instagram as well. I'm Rochelle at our Cassette. Justine is at J-A-Y-J-A-Y-T-I-N-A at the JG Tina. And Milo is King Milo the First. He's outside. I should probably go check out him. (laughs) it's nice it outside. outside he's okay. loving it it's nice out it was like okay. a high of like almost 70 today uh, can you send that this way we're getting lake effect i would like to keep that all for myself thank you so much okay fine <laughs> well until next time guys this was episode 20 ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. probably <laughs> next week we'll have our special guest on uh hopefully Fingers I know crossed. We, I know we said that it was going to be this week, but uh, this episode, schedules. But he, he, yeah, schedules, it's hard. Sorry. We love you so much. Yeah. And we will live. We will do better in the future. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not the name of our podcast. We I'm pretty sure there is the one that you can do better, or at least it was a TV show or something. You can do better. It sounds familiar. It also That's sounds funny. like a podcast. All right, guys, we will see you next time. Bye.